be the last one standing Two hands in the air, I'm a champion You'll be looking up at me when it's over Welcome to another episode of Super Coach Insider. My name is Ben. And I'm Chris. Do I say that straight? Uh, is that? Uh, I don't know how to use the mic, so just give me the mic. Uh, you're bent out of whack. <laughs> um, hey, how you going, guys? Uh, nice to catch up again. Yep, this so is going to be a bit more of a uh, a community podcast, which is pretty cool. We should probably lead off with the socials this time because we didn't do that in our last podcast. They should know the socials, Chris. All right, we'll give it uh, Okay, so facebook.com forward slash SC Insider. Yep. Write it down. You will need to know it, especially if you would like to interact with us for our Facebook Live and yes. have some questions answered Thursday. Uh, so that's just before the first bounce, probably about an hour before. Once teams are dropped, we're going to then analyze that and we'll be doing a Facebook Live recap of what that means and what it means for our sides and what it possibly means for your sides at home. Yeah, and we can even do some rate your teams as well. And while some we're there. Q&A as well. So if you have any questions, we can then announce those as we go. So you just put that in the comment section and we'll be reading from those uh, for probably around an hour before the bounce. Yep. So that'll be a good one for us. Uh, then we're going to piss off and actually watch the game and enjoy life. So Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yep. So um, <clears throat> the other one is uh, on Twitter. So we are SC underscore Insider underscore. Yep. Uh, so do like us on that. We have had a lot of love. Um, yep. Speaking of love, uh, we've last week's podcast was the most listened to. Yeah, which is surprising because all the other podcasts we've had, uh, they've built up over time. And last week's just went and exploded off the map, which it was equally our longest podcast yep. as well. It exploded in which, our face. We didn't see it coming. Yeah, just like every porn star that's ever been a porn star. Um, so, that, look, that's really reassuring. I mean, that gets, tells us that you guys like the, um, well, not the, not that, the explosion Chris? in the face. Is that because the- they're on their face? Like, <laughs> the, is that because they're on their front so they don't see your face? Is that well, what this is? Well, of course, is? yeah. Um, no, so uh, it's reassuring <laughs> that we had do a long podcast and we're getting uh, quite good. Please be Hugh Jackman. Please be Hugh Jackman. Yeah, oh, dude, I love Hugh Jackman. Uh, um, but look, uh, yeah, 1137 as it stands um, on the evening of the 20th of the 3rd. That's insane. Like, that's over a thousand listens in a week just to the one podcast. Yeah, we're so pushing we'll, up on a certain somebody, Chris. Yeah. Getting, <laughs> we're, getting close. Yeah, we are. Pick up your game. Uh, um, so, look, <laughs> no, nah, look, we've had a fantastic time doing it for you guys, and we really hope that you enjoy it too. Um, in fact, in total now, we've had over 14,000 listens to, since we started just over six weeks ago. Hey, A big pat on your back, everybody. That's an average of just over 2,500 listens. I think uh, we like to thank the community. Um, but, you know, to be honest, we, we wouldn't do it if there wasn't any interaction as well. So, yep. so a bit of a, a shout out. We got Sniff Mo. Sniff Mo again. Um, so we found out this is pretty cool. So Sniff Mo, last time we gave him a shout out, um, he messaged us and was like, oh, yeah, I'm Sniff Mo. I was like, I was like, dude, what's with the name? And he actually used to be a private investigator. So he had a fake profile. Um, and that could be fake, but also it was a very cool story. So I'll give him a high five anyway. So yeah, it could be one of those fake stories. Like I had a mate that used to go out and pick up chicks, and they asked what he did for a living, and yeah. he told them that oh, I was a dolphin trainer. I once actually convinced a girl <laughs> I used to play for the Western Bulldogs, and I was just up here on uh, on holidays, and yeah, it was actually worth. Did you tell him you were Caleb Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's so short. Nah, she was so blind, she didn't need to know. <laughs> oh, the good times. <laughs> She'd be like, oh, what a great team, the Western Tigers. And you're like, no, no, Bulldogs. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, look, that was cool. I mean, we've got uh, quite a lot of top listeners that have gotten shout-outs. You know, Heath Kingham's still up there. Um, he actually posted a question on our, our uh, Twitter as well. We've got to p- pull up that for later. 
um, as well as Awol, uh, Nash, Justin Nash, uh, Russ Whitney, BMH, uh, Schmotz Knuckle. So thanks for the positive feedback, Schmotz, as well. That was good. Um, and uh, Dave Swizzle, Taylor, as we like to call him as well. The old um, sweet onion. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, also, uh, if you do comment on our stuff, we do like to get back to you guys. Um, one of the guys actually commented on our last um, JLT podcast just in regards to um, a couple of errors that we had with our with some of our stats. So um, a, a free kick is actually counted as a clanger. Which so you can't double up those scores right. in terms of super coach in terms of what you're losing. Um, That's probably you rambling on. Yeah, that was, probably that me. Been, yeah. Been you, you like to analyze that. Uh, also, a quick little shout out to my man Chris here. I've been a little busy the last week trying to run around, and Chris has been answering a lot of your questions. Yeah, uh, not got, so much I don't have me. a life, so you know, um, yeah, whatever. Yes, so <laughs> there are certain days. So Chris has been taking over uh, a look, couple of those. Good on him for you know mature age students, you know, trying to you know teach kids that <laughs> it's something other than super coach. Yeah, I suppose. uni work. And super coach, yeah. you know, it's um, yes, so um, fun, fun, but yep. Yeah, so, look, the United States is coming second, yeah. So, it's some a lot of guys in the states must be, must be, um, expats over there. What you know, is maybe this AFL? Yeah, no, there's actually quite a lot of um, uh, like local teams in the in the states, actually. Oh, you're right, yeah, they've got like local leagues. Um, I think Collingwood's affiliated with there's a magpie team over there, and they sort of what is it, mate? What, what aren't Collingwood affiliated with, mate? I swear to god, who runs like- the world, magpies. Who runs the world? Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> I swear, if there was like a table tennis team, they'd be like the Magpie table tennis team. Like, it's just seriously, like, if you throw your name around so much, you become nothing, Chris. That's that's true. Um, or the uh, the guys from New Zealand must have heard that uh, they, they weren't pulling their weight. Now they're up to seven listens. Oh. <laughs> uh, but that was pretty cool. They're man, they're sheep. <laughs> true. Bah, they listened. Um, but look, thanks very much for the support, guys. It has been awesome. Um, today we're going to go through um, some of your Q and A's um, that you've uh, given us today on yep. Facebook so and Twitter. We realised we were going to do a rookie watch, but we kind of covered the main ones anyway in our side. If they're if they're relevant, they're in our side. Uh, if they're not, there's a lot of speculative. So we'll cover that more on Thursday night once teams are announced. Yeah, there then is, we will cover rookies in there's more. There's a few more. I think more more important would be how you want to structure up. Yes. And currently. In our opinion, the best rookies that you should be looking at, um, I think there's those top five mids. Um, there's, say, your five in, in your defense, and there's not many in your forwards. Yeah, we'll so cover we'll cover that. that. We'll cover the rookies and probably more strategy in our Q&A. And then uh, so on Thursday with a live broadcast on Facebook Live. So do get to Facebook if you want to see it. Uh, and then we'll just chop and change between strategy and then the questions that people post. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. And so, there's quite a lot of uh, questions so about that will be our rookies release. and strategy anyway. Yep, so. That will be our Thursday release, so stay tuned. But, um, so to we're gonna start, we've got a bit of a special for you, don't we? Trap watch. Yep. Yep, so we're going to do trap watch first, and then we're going to do the Q&A, yep. uh, which, yeah, we'll get out to you on the Wednesday. So happy days, Key, if you're listening. Yeah, so look, this is about fun and banter as well. This is our opinion. So if you're like, oh, I love Tom Bell, shut up. No one cares about you. Yep. And I have a microphone. So <laughs> I'm going to put Tom Bell as my number one trap. 100%. For the 4.8% that have him, he's 287K. Uh, just don't do it. As we said, he was playing Beams' role. Beams is coming back in. More people own Tom Bell than they do Dane Beams. That's insane. I know, I know there's a price difference, but Now, still, the reason he's it. even playing that role is not because Beams is injured, by the way. His father passed away, so he wasn't playing JLT. Yep. So 
uh, it's not like there's a reason for him to do that. It's just, oh, well, I have to play this role. Yeah, it's, um, it's just like I've heard people saying, like, uh, Heaney's had no preseason, but he tra- he was going great guns until Christmas and then had, what, five or six weeks yeah. to recover from minor knee surgery? So it's not like he had no preseason at all. Like, he was just out of touch. He did look horrible, JLT1. But, yeah, Beams, he's he's fit. He's He played the intra-club game, like, as in he, he – in last year, last preseason, he didn't play that game. Yeah. He didn't even play JLT. He came out, I think, round one and that was straight off the well, boat. He had a chin-up in the off-season, but that's nothing for Beams. I think it was... No, he had minor surgery just to clean up the one yeah. from before that, but he's fine. He's Either way, Tom Bell, don't even look at him. Anyway. Plus, the second game was a wet-weather game. He got 11 tackles. I, I could get 11 tackles in a wet-weather game. Like, yep. it's... it would Just, no. It doesn't it's count. It's just a not going to happen. He'll hit your 40s and 50s and then might get an 80 here and there. Like, just stop. So, Caddy is uh, trap number two. Oh. Uh, 7% ownership, 419k. He's... Uh, not only is he a trap, but he's a tease. Yep. He's a huge I've tease. I've been there before. He's teased me many What's a What's your uh, nickname for Caddy? Fucking Caddy. <laughs> uh, and look... For years. He, he... Look, I could... I could say this every single year... He could come out and average a 90 or 95. Great. But he never does. It's just like a habitual thing with Caddy. Yep. He's got all the talent in the world. He just doesn't get the role. I'm not sure if it's because, like, the way that Richmond play. But, I mean, he did the same at Geelong. It's not like you could say that it's it's yeah, it's could, Richmond's he, role that is, is causing this to well, happen. Well, not only that. I think he... I mean, if he was, he could average high 80s, 88 or something like that. But even then, he's not going to be a top 10. Not, so not top 10. Yep. That's and he's awkwardly priced. No. Nah. No uh, way. Okay, so I actually have Sicily as a trap. No, because you're a rook. That, this is rook. Uh, a Don't trap listen. based Turn, on... Turn this mute right now, and then when I start talking louder, then you can go... Yep. Based on, I think he's going <laughs> to get rubbed out at some point. For one, for bad behaviour, and cares? two, no, 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 two. I don't think he's going to be top ten, which means that if you're picking him, I think he will. Yeah, so I that, think he'll average my... 91, 92. But, but to show that I'm fair, Chris, I have Petrapper at number oh, four. Oh, well, that's that makes sense. Based he on the is same a trap, thing. though. He's so, not going to make top ten. Here's no the way. thing. So especially Petrarca or Petrapper, twenty nine point eight percent ownership. I don't oh. think he'll be top ten. No way. He's four hundred thirty three k. I mean. Devin Smith would be a much better, safer bet, I think, to be able to try and hit top 10. So, yeah, a lot of people are going to ride that train to the grave, I think. A uh, funny little stat that I love about Christian Petrapper is that he did not turn up at all last year. Oh, Literally did not hit the tons. He's three, he's three in his career, I think. Three so in his entire career. Wait for And Chris not one last year. Mistake. Wait so, for no, it. I'm just going to just gonna bring this up right now while we're having a look. Ba, 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 ba. Not one. Oh, wait, no, I lie. Uh, he did have one. Two. Two. He's had three in his career, Chris. Three in his three. career, and they were all last year. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Oh, uh, well. What um, a rook. Before, um, before anyway, that, never, had never turned up. No, he's a trap. He is a trap. So, look, I think he'll do well. I think he will improve, but I don't think he'll be a keeper. Uh, after that, I've actually got Andrew Brayshaw. Yeah, 100%. He's uh, literally one concussion away from never playing AFL ever again. So uh, playing in defence, I uh, just no, nah, I'm not. That's why I think they moved him to defence, by the way, because he's a better on baller than he is a defender, hundred percent. But yep. it's uh, it's ah uh, it's yeah it's tough. I really feel sorry for him. I do too. I think it'd be a tough life. I mean, he'll be playing the highlights reel for the rest of his life. So <laughs> yeah, in his head. Yeah, exactly. On repeat. Yeah, <laughs> going around and around and yeah, around again. Yeah. Uh, just give me one more chance, coach. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still good. <laughs> oh, I've got Ace Ventura. Yeah. Just give me a chance. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Who doesn't love Ace Ventura, by the way? Uh, okay, so after that, I've got uh, Darcy Cameron, actually. So 36.8% yeah, ownership. Um, look, if he starts getting games, and stuff, I just don't like his scoring potential based on what he's shown and based on what Sydney's saying. Sydney is saying he's not going to play. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they're so saying. They're saying they're playing Sinclair and Alir Alir or so Dean Towers. I understand people might use him as a loophole, but A, he's a bad loophole. B, I don't think he's going to generate much cash the way he's playing. So, therefore, it's a trap for me. Um... Cameron Rayner, 32% oh, ownership. a crazy stat. 202k. 32.7. I, I understand he got tackles. It was a wet weather game. But I think he's going to have some absolute dud games. I mean, you look at, like, um, okay, so you had McCluggage played. Um, who's the other Brisbane's player? Oh, Bell. No, not Bell. How dare you Matheson? do that? No, 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 no. The young fella. Young fella. It's your, yeah, I mean, it's your team, bro. Anyway, yeah, I've got a brain fart. Uh, look, so anyway, uh, I don't know if he would generate uh, that much cash. No, I don't think he's got... He'll probably average her about 50, and then he'll probably make about, uh, at the end of that, maybe 60K. But it'll be a slow burn to 60K, and it's not worth it. Like, it, there's no way that he is worth being on your field, and you can't have him on the pine. Yep, speaking it's of, of um, too much money, not enough output, uh, Caulfield. Burn yeah, man. don't think don't uh, on your on your field. Like, if he no. goes well, then yes, you will look like a genius. But based on what he's put out, uh, this ain't fantasy. Seventeen disposals for a bugger all score is still a bugger all score. Yeah, I think uh, again another one that uh, is a high price rookie that's not going to average you enough to be worthy on your field or even on your bench if you've got him on your bench. I have seen a lot of teams out there running him at say uh, even a um, a D four. Um, or running him because I think Norton is definitely in most people's teams but they're running him they're running Caulfield then they're running O'Shea yeah like I'm just I like oh, seen, I think I've seen teams with like 170k on their bench yeah and I'm like no, why nah I, I, and look it makes no sense if the risk reward it's just too huge to do that he's not in the best four or five um, rook- defensive rookies so I think he's a trap yep I think he's a trap as well um, another trap, I think, uh, could be O'Meara. Yeah, I think it, it I mean, big trap, but um, I think yeah. people know what they're walking into. They know, so I don't think yeah. it's as much because, yeah, you, you at least know what you're getting in for. So if he spuds up or he gets injured, then you kind of go, well, I knew better. Shame on me. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it's a little bit like the Mason Cox one. Like, I, I know that yeah. th- that could be at a... Least, at least you know what you're expecting. Yeah, I'm expecting... You know, basement average. Well, yeah, but you got cover, so at least you know what you're paying for. So if he goes yeah. well, then you're like... Well, like, yeah, well, I look like yeah. a genius, right? But exactly. if he goes terribly, if he averages then 40 over go, the first four weeks... Least, you at least went in with your eyes open yeah. and you know the decision And I've making. got a contingency yeah. plan in... Uh, yeah, uh, after that, I actually think um, Paddy Dow as well as uh, LDU, I think, based on their scoring output. I think their job security is great, but I think if you're going out there expecting them to make a lot of cash, they haven't shown that, so therefore... I think you can't scoring start. Yeah, not. and there's so many good, cheap rookies that are scoring around the same, and they're going to make you more money, and they're going to make it faster. So I think for me, uh, those two guys are a trap. And there's so much like you know, 23% have Dow, and still a lot of percentage have LDU as well. So for me, I just think that uh, there's only one expensive rookie you can start in the midfield. Yep, and, and it's Brayshaw. Based yep. on his Guaranteed. proven potential, he's been the only one. Yep, apart um, maybe. If you're running a five deep midfield, so five premium oh, if midfield. I need, if I needed another Brody. one, I'd probably go Brody. Brody. Yep, Brody's or, the only other one that I'd look at. I think he's still probably only going to average a 65, but it's got to be better than what Dow and... Uh, and he's been in the system a year, a year yeah, longer. Yeah, exactly uh, right. So big trap, Fogarty. Oh, huge. Uh, 153K and a quarter of sides have him, Chris. I cannot believe it. Now, I understand it. Cause I, so today, so maybe this was just a, a reaction to today, but today he got announced to play round one, but Tex Walker's not playing. 
Yep. He, as soon as Tex Walker comes back, Fogarty's gone. Well, and that's pro- that could possibly be as early as round two. Yep. So he's not only put- that, uh, I think it's that Murphy's not playing either. So yep. that And if he spots well, it helps. up one week, Murphy's in. Well, yeah, not only that, though, I think from what they were saying, it was like those two guys were basically competing for the same spot. Yep. And they're going for that extra, you know, um, they're going for Fogarty. So look. And the reason is because Fogarty's taller. Yeah. So he can play a he can almost play, key position. Yeah. He's not. Quite as a lead up sort of forward, and he can still play as a small ish, exactly. Um, so look, I think he'll probably get a couple of games, whether he keeps it or not is another story. Um, let's see how it goes. So, I mean, realistically speaking, I hope Tex only misses a game or two, comes back in yep. maybe week two, and see how the team is lined up. If he lines up with Tex in there, I can always bring him in round three if I need to. I agree, um, but if he you, goes nuts, if if, if he if. goes well in the first two games, he's a sideways trade, yep. Do not start with Fogarty because the likelihood is he's not going to be there in round three. You're not going to get any cash generation out of him. The one saving grace out of it is that it's 150K. So at very least, if you can or if you need to, you can at least downgrade him and make 30K and go to a 123K rookie. That's literally the only positive that you can take from starting Fogarty, in my opinion. Yep. Oh, it's a risky pick. Uh, Same as O'Shea. 20% of sides, 166K. Might Uh, not even, probably not going to get named round one. But I mean, if he did, great. But one quarter of footy? Yep. Uh, Well, here's my opinion, Chris. One good quarter of footy isn't O'Shea. <laughs> Is that what we're gonna call it? He's having an O'Shea of a time. Yeah. We're gonna, BT, we're gonna call up BT. We're gonna say, "Hey BT, we got a new one for you. Just call Look, it a quarter of footy, the O'Shea." Exactly. You you want great, not just O'Shea. <laughs> I love it. Oh, okay, dude, we're coining it. Coined it. <laughs> if anyone's watched um, Californication, coined it. Love it. Um, fantastic. Uh, look, I don't uh, mind O'Shea if his name. I just don't think he's the one that they're going to use. No. I think his role is going elsewhere, therefore I don't want to pick him. I don't think he's him. their best 22, and it's a risky pick. But, um, again, maybe, a, maybe a, a sideways trade at round three or something like that where if he goes 80-80, man, I'm getting on board. But I just can't see him doing it. Yep. So I actually so, have uh, Stevenson as a trap. Uh, I can understand if you have him no, as do. if I, you have him as F five. I could kind of understand why no. you might have, but nope. still, I think his price is too expensive. I think for his what he's only place produce. on your team is F five because you'd have Fritz at F six, right? Yep. So your friend in the Fritz. Yeah, my friend. Yeah, here he goes again. Here's my thing. So uh, Collingwood don't have like any forwards available right now. So they've got Wells out. They've got Elliot out. They've got Fasolo out. Yep. They've got Goey out. I think Fasolo is close. Yeah, to for, coming back. They're, they're, all three of those guys are playing VFL this week. Right. Degoe is the only one not, who's probably primarily, the, arguably the one that Stevenson's really vying for anyway. But uh, I hope that um, he gets more mid-time when he comes back, and I still think Degoe is a good pick. Hopefully. Maybe down the down I wonder the what that means for your mate Thomas. Uh, I think 100% once um, uh, Thomas will go forward once Degoe comes back. Right. So if, when De, when Degoe comes in, Thomas moves back to that sort of half-forward role. Stevenson's probably not there. Is that when you wait, you hope that Degoe doesn't come back to round three so you get two good games to try and trade him? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. oh, well played. Okay, um, uh, so the next one I think is McGrath. He is in 12% of sides, 388k. He's in no man's land, Chris. I can't understand the pick. And the Probably injuries. playing more defence with well, Gleeson going in. Gleeson going down, I think he will go to defence. I yep. think he will average 80-odd for the year, but he will not be Maybe anywhere not. close. Maybe not even that. What did he do last year, 75? 70, uh, 70 yeah, if that. So it's like 74 and change maybe, but he, he won't be a top 10. 
he won't even generate you enough money. He's that money. The money was for last year if you wanted money for him. Yeah. So he's in no man's land. He's a lot of money. I yeah. I honestly would rather go March Bank over him at that price. I'd rather go Sicily for like an extra fourteen oh, k. I think I think actually there's lower risk in that pick. Oh, 100 percent. And I, it's I, crazy. I, I can't. I can't understand. I, I don't it. mind Sicily. I just I was saying he's a trap because I don't think he'll be a top ten. So okay. based on, I, I I agree with you. If he's not top ten, then that that I, I've made a mistake in my side. Yeah. Because I really then should be going to a, another premium forward or defender. Um, speaking of traps, we did make a joke earlier. Oh, mate, Stringer. Is he still around, is he? he people st- still have him in their team? 6.7% of sides. I can't believe it. That's a lot of people. That when is you, a when lot. you put how many people like are in this competition already. I'm just hoping that those people have not paid attention to the JLT at all. Oh, they wouldn't that's have. The only re- they couldn't have, surely. That's the only reason. So. Surely they probably have a stringer in their forward line and McGrath in their defense. Yeah. Um, no. Nah. No, yep. no way. But I, like these, and again, amazing no, amount no of percentage man, teams. He's in no man's land. Yeah, exactly right. K, yeah, he's not going to generate you that much. Other money. options. I mean, uh, uh, if he you want to take a, a Josh Thomas and then um, sideways trade him to Dugowie later, that's a good one. Hey, I'm um, just giving us some insider <laughs> info over here. <laughs> I don't see my Hollywood supporters. Uh, oh, look, I think even Dunkley's a better pick. Really, be I honest. actually don't mind Dunkley. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, again, he's going to be top anything. Oh, me either. Um, I'm looking at him in draft if he goes well round one. I'm yeah. kind of... Or You'll actually, be behind me on the or, waiver, mate, no, no, so if, you can take it. No, or if Darcy Lang doesn't get named... I do like Darcy Lang. I love Darcy Lang, by the way. If Darcy if Lang doesn't get named and danger and stuff don't play and I need a player, then Lang will be out for probably... Yeah, you need his players because all your players are injured, hey? Only recently, Chris. <laughs> only recently, they saw the finish line and decided to bloody flop over. Uh, yeah, just like you on draft night. Oh, there's a finish line. That's because I was one drunk. Pick. That's the only reason I flopped over. That was my plan. Uh, next one is trap as well is Cyril. Oh, huge trap. Um, so, look, he, I understand people go, oh, he's averaged 90 and stuff I think for many it's years. people are looking for someone around that price. Just go Mason Cox. Solves two issues. Oh, wow. So, three, <laughs> 317K is in 5.7 or 5.2% aside, something like that. I get it. He's averaged well in the past, but that was when they were winning. He yep. hasn't had a preseason, so he'll be underdone. And let's not forget, even before he got injured last year, he was horrible. Yeah, so, seven games at 65 look, I, I don't not mind. what you For want. For me, he was more of a draft smoky, someone you could pick up very, very, very late and hope for the best. He's literally flying on the coattails of his previous success yep. at this point. So he, might, he, might make you a, he might make 100 or 100 or so K, but he's not going to be a top 10 forward. No. So either way, you're going to have to trade him. So, yeah, I don't know. For me, I just don't like him. I think it's a terrible pick, and I think you, you just need to reevaluate either A, your structure, or B, who you got in your team. Yep. Um, now, if there's anyone else that you think might be on Trap Watch that we didn't mention, let us know on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we'd love to have a bit of banter about traps. Um, or maybe if you disagree with our traps, feel free to. Yeah, if to you get think Heater well. Shaw's a trap, you know, I'm sure I like wouldn't. to respond to a series of gifts. That's what I like to do. Yeah, pretty so. much. So do I, actually. It, sa- it saves typing. Uh, yes. it's, it's good for the environment, it saves plus, paper. Plus, the, I can convey what I'm thinking in my head a lot clearer in a GIF. That's <laughs> Movie references, true, yeah. like, basically, on my exactly. life. Exactly. It's, like, it's more like guess yeah. your reference. Yeah. <laughs> guess, guess, guess your reference. Okay, cool. Um, I don't know where that was from. It wasn't a reference at all. Yeah. You're trying to play Guess Your Disease? Um, Now we're going to move into the Q&A. So we did have a lot of feedback. Thank you very much um, for getting into our Q&A. So Fozzie Wolf was the guy I was referring to earlier. Fozzie is great, by the way. The spud man. Uh, Dude, Fozzie has some quality banter. And he's he's in my my team on Did you uh, like my comment back to him, though? When he was talking about about fighting it out between... You you should take it to the next level, though. He's like, you guys guys can fight for my attention. And I was just like, I don't like to fight for my women. <laughs> I was actually tr- looking for that, you know, meme from. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Yeah. 
Yeah, like you know, flow for me, Drogon. Yes, yeah. yeah. I wanted to put that, but I, I hope he, I hope he did like that banter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure he does. He's in our um, Chris like, Burst band league as the Chris member. Yeah, so. I, t- I took it to the next level. So uh, anyway, so he's obviously taken on uh, Team Chris to a whole new level, and he just keeps on trying to rip on me on every occasion. No, and good on, enough. good on you, sir. Excellent. Uh, so to danger or to danger or not to danger. Yes, interesting. Um, look, there's two ways to look at this. Um, I was, I, I, I think, uh, do you want me to argue against and you argue for? Is that what we're... Well, I mean, you didn't have him in your side. And I then didn't you even do, have him until you, just recently. And then you do have him in your side. So wouldn't it be easy for you not to put him back in your side again? It would be. Um, I'm I'm more leaning towards not having danger than having danger. But it's because, I mean, I wasn't even very much for danger before. Um, before he did his hammy and then he did his hammy and I was like, wow, I'm definitely not doing danger. But then, obviously, I got teased back in with the scores and the captaincy and if you get left behind and I'm going for overall and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. At the end of the day, if he comes out in the first four rounds and hits 110 average, he's going to drop 150K and you can pick him up. Um, so, and um, that's not too far-fetched. He just did a hammy. He's likely going to be playing a lot more forward minutes. Yes, he plays well as a forward. I just am erring on the side of the caution and saying, hey, he's peak price right now. There's there's nothing to say he won't average 110, which is still a good average, so still not he, bad, but he could, you can still pick him up. He could end up being in 80% of sides. He will end up being in 80% of sides if, at some point. Only if he drops in price. Right, yeah. so he, he, here's my... Here's, and then there goes your POD, and then everyone well, else is above you. 100%. I'm scared about that. Yeah, so I have him in my side at the moment. Um, he's in only in like 20% of sides, which means that I'm sure if he gets named, he'll probably go up in price, like as in ownership. Um... Here's, here's the reason I'm considering starting him if he does start. A, he's in 20% of sides. B, if he does have a lower game in the first round, that's gone by round four out of the cycle anyway. Yeah. Is in the first game. So if yep. he doesn't have the best game first game, by the time it goes through, he will drop in price, but that's already out of the three-game cycle. It might even just maintain his average or might drop yeah. 20K or something. Even still, that yeah. first game goes out of that cycle. So he might drop, but if he has a good round two, three, and four, yep. he'll have one drop and then, bang, he holds price pretty well. So that's what I'm kind of hoping on if I start him. it's I was kind of tossing and turning. I did want to start him, but it's very hard to start him at this point in time. But yeah. that, 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 that would be my reason There's, for starting him is, yeah. A, hoping he starts well, and B, hoping that if he does have a lower game, it would just be round one, and then he'll be right and sweet after that. I think if he averages over 20, 120 in the first five rounds, then you, yeah, I think you're winning anyway. Because yeah, so fingers people crossed. aren't going to be able to pick him up later. It's Here's what you need to do. This is, this is what I'm saying. If Danger averages... If you think Danger will average over 120 for the first five rounds of the season, you cannot not start him. Because it will be too hard for anyone to get him anyway yeah. if they don't have him. Um, and then you're well ahead because he won't drop in price until round eight, nine, ten, and you've already made an extra what so, two, three hundred points out of danger that everyone else didn't have. So I'll tell you what, though, if I don't start with Dangerfield, I've already got the other primos. Do you know what I mean? So basically, I'd have to be going from him to somebody else, like a Crouch or like a Beams or someone like that. I will be keeping money in my bank so I can get him in as That's as soon as possible. So one thing I've thought of doing is starting Dusty and then keeping 100 or 100 and whatever K in my account. And then if he goes bang, then I just burn a trade, one trade of the year, one go straight trade. to danger, so at least I'm getting his points. Yep. Um, and then I, may, you know, maybe in that three-game period, Dusty yep. or maybe Titch or, or someone even, has a or 60. even wait for someone to have three price jumps or something and then go bang, bang, yeah. you're out, there's, you're in. There is, yeah, it's not just a hard set... 
Um, you need, you to, have have a, you, you need to have a plan to get him in. Yeah. And your plan can't be upgrade four rookies. No. Like, it's, it's not going to You need happen. a stepping stone or you need cash in the bank. You need some kind of plan and hoping he drops enough for you to get him in. 100%. And if he doesn't drop enough, Chris, you'll get those that planned very well. And then he might go from a 25% ownership to a 35% ownership because 10% catered for that change. Yeah. And then everyone else is going, oh, fuck, I don't have enough. I want him, but I don't have enough. So then they start trying to do, you know, stupid stuff or ludicrous stuff, or they just don't get him. And they'll get to the point where it'll be, you know, maybe maybe around the buy rounds. Like, oh, I better get Dangerfield in now. Yeah. I mean, look, if to me, if th- that's, that's 100% the reason why if Danger's not starting, then I'm probably, um, that isn't lined up, I'm probably not starting him because I will probably start with Dusty and then I've got, I get an extra game to have a look at Danger. I can say, you know, by round three, do, are we at that point where we need to have him? Um, I get three looks at, at, at Dusty to see what his price would be like. And what's the trade worth, Chris? Uh, well, to, at the start of the season, it's not worth as much as at the end of the season because yeah. I put aside trades um, for that round three special anyway. So I'm not going to be sideways trading to rookies or like, oh, I'll, maybe I will be, uh, but I'm not going to be um, you know, wasting my, my mid-prices or premium picks at sideways trading them. Um, so there's two trades there that I'm going to be using in round three for something, and it'll either be to pick up a rookie that, I, that is going crazy that I need to grab, or it'll be to uh, correct a trade that I had in my premiums, which might be dangerous. So there is ways around it. Um, if you're not named round one, I'm not starting him. So I'm just hand up. Yep. Uh, so the infamous ruck number two, I think we kind of covered this in the podcast with our yeah, teams and our top five anyway. Yeah. Uh, it's a tough one. We don't have the answers, to be honest. Whether That's why if, I'm playing it safe. Yeah, if Nick Nat starts, well, that's why I'm starting right up. For the sheer fact, I don't like any of the other rucks. Like, personally, I don't like them. I think Ryder's going to have a good year. I don't know who to pick apart from that. Like, I do like Nick Nat, but will he start well? Will he start at all? You know what I mean? It's doing my head in. So the only one I could actually like apart from Gordon If you don't like the right headache, up. just go right yeah, If It's going to well, be a Well, that, that's for pick. me. So if you like Cruz or you think he'll be a top pick in the end, then sure, go for that reason. Uh, if you think... I don't know. I just think Steph and Sauce and I Grundy think total and points. all these guys... I think guys, total points-wise, I think Ryder might be leading the pack. Um, yeah, but then you have to deal with the buy. But, you know, look, it's But it's still fine. total points over the year. You'll yeah, probably oh, still yeah, get total the, points yeah, for the year. Matter. But let's, I think for, for the R2, it comes down to personal preference and balls and some luck. And that's pretty much what yeah. it's going to come down to. I mean, to. honestly, I, I, I could tell you right now that I love Nick Nat and I'm probably going to start him if he's named. But at the end of the day, he could be a, a, a boom or bust pick. He could, like, I could look like a genius who just backed him in the whole way, or I could look like an absolute fool. Yep. And um, even that's then, the I fun think, of Supercoach, isn't it? I, so, think, I think, if anything, Nick Nat will probably really, like, kind of like what Ryder did last year. He could start off slow and then start off with some 80s and then go back through, and then all of a sudden have a really good back end of the year. And that would be great to have him at the back end of the year, but then he would really need to average, again, like near that 95 to 100 with a great, great back end to make but it he worth did, it. But that's what I mean. That, that, and the thing that if I've he got that. He did what before he got injured. He was averaging, I think, 114 or 115 before oh, he, was he got, got injured. So, yep. Absolutely killing yeah. it. So, uh, Parker, Cripps, or Rocky? Jeez, that's a tough one. Now, I actually did a spreadsheet for this. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so, look, um, yeah, I think uh, this is a fantastic question, by the way. Uh, now, let me just pull this up. Well, it is a very tough one. If you're looking for that, that premium slot... You know, you can't really have multiples of those, so it really does come down to one of the three, doesn't it? Okay, so it depends on what you're playing for. If you're playing for Can a, I say beams? <laughs> uh, sp- look, that's to be honest, that's there, it's question. only 10K more than... No, it's about um, the same. Yeah. Uh, uh, Parker, I think. Yeah. Uh, he's 
more than yeah, he's not too much more. I think he's about yeah five fifty five, so he's about twenty k more than Crips, I believe. Yeah, and so, so look, my opinion is this: um, in terms, if you're going for uh, overall win, uh, you, you obviously want the person who's going to score the most points for the year, which to me is going to be Luke Parker. Uh, there's, uh, he's played four out of the last five seasons. He's played every game, and the one season he didn't, he played 19. So he's probably the most reliable for games out of that bunch. Um, if you if you're asking me in terms of total points, I think it goes uh, Parker, Cripps, Fife. If you're looking for the person who's going to average the most, I think it's going to be Rocky, Cripps, Parker. So it depends on what your what your goal is, um, and how you would justify everything, etc. Um, if you're just going for a league win, then you can definitely 100% lock in Rocky. And he might play 18 games. He probably will average you 115, 120. Um, cool. So, you know, you, he's, he's done it before. There's no reason why he can't. Um, Crips, I think, he still, will still average quite well, but I just don't see him really hitting 110 plus. Yeah, I'll probably go um, Rocky, Parker, Crips in that order. In terms of, like... Who had picked? Yeah, my side. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow, I like it. See, I'm, I'm, I'm buoyed by Rocky. I think. Uh, sorry, uh, I'm well, always ba- based Rocky, on his ceiling as well. Proven, he's been proven to be around that mark for how many years now? Yep. Um, it's just his body. It is his. We body. know that he can get a 130 average. But then Cripps has the same issue with his body. Let's not be wrong. Yeah. And so, pa- like Parker would probably be consistent, except I don't know how many high highs he will have. Yeah. Um, Look, Cripps, I think is a great choice, but he always seems to have something that goes wrong. Yes, this is a year that he, for the first time in a long time, um, has had a great preseason and he's going to go into the game. Uh, the game is pretty much, I think, injury-free. That doesn't mean that in, in round two he's not going to you know, pull up sore and then miss round three. Or He's just done this throughout his career where he's just had these little niggling things that have left him around. He might limp into a game and then he might have a dud game. I think last season he started off with a 40 or, or something. Um so for me, Cripps is a little bit on that same rocky side that he can, he could probably average more um, if his body would just hold up. And I'm just not sure that it's there. He's still really young. Yep. Little so. little side note. Uh, Wally Wallace, this is a live update. He's oh, just uh, sent you a message and he was talking, he's 1,200 shy of Rainer, which is, again, a big no for us. Just don't do it. Uh, and he could do Fogarty, which is, again, a big no for us. And he's talking about a donut or something. Um and do you think Stevenson could be out once to go? He is back, which is a high possibility. So. Yes, I think I think one hundred percent he will be out once to go. He's yep, back. We should, we should send him a message back saying, uh, "Tune in on two days' time, and he'll be here." <laughs> yeah, no, we'll, we'll, I'll text him after. Yep. So, um, but yeah, like no, no to all that. No, um, that's fine. Um, moving on to the next one. Okay, so let's have a look. Um, Best pod options in every line. Oh Jesus! We well, we did do this in a podcast. But we can probably go through uh, very quickly and have a look. Well, yeah, someone's uh, Shane's also said uh, what to do with the extra 150k. It's uh, he's pretty damn happy with his team. So I don't know if he actually has um, danger in his side, does he? No, no danger. But he's got 150k. Which okay, so keep my it, opinion, I'd keep, keep that money. Yep. Because you can and you can even take a Matt Crouch to a danger. At I, did, that point. I did try and tell him to invest in our two-way boots launching in the spring 2019. Ah, fantastic! Yes, 
<laughs> sponsored by Nike, of course. And then course. he said, it's funny you mentioned that because uh, Chalor uh, has been in and out of his sight. So, look, at least he got ah, the reference. At like least it. he got the reference. I, I like do it. Thanks, Shane. Yeah, it. and I do see him on the frequent listener. Yes. So, so thank you very much, Shane McGill. That's you. And, uh, yeah, you could go back into the top ten. Trelaw with a smoky back end to the season. Trelaw's not... He's won... It sounds stupid, right? But he's one I wouldn't mind actually around the buy round because with their Dude, soft back year, end Dude, last year, but pre-season, every single yeah, like, I wasn't podcast, one of them. I wasn't every one single of them. page was just going, Trelaw was going to overtake Pendles. Yeah, he'll average Trelaw's 118 gonna, yeah. or whatever, whatever. I was one of them who got him in draft and did nothing. But I would probably take a gamble in him after the buy round with a soft draw or Pendles. Yep. I'd probably bring in one of those two, not both, but I'd bring in one of those uh, depending on how they're sitting and the prices... Um, okay, All right, so, so let's go through pods in defense, and we're going to go through... Um, well, Savage would have to be... What's he only now? Uh, let's, well, let's have a look. So, Savage... Uh, let's say could, pod is under I 5%. Could, I could tell you probably... No, he's house. not anymore. So, Shane oh. Savage was... When we record our last podcast 1%? and went this, We were it was uh, below 1%. It's like 085 He is now in 10.38% of sites. Oh, wow. Okay. So, he's no longer a pod. Uh, Brandon Ellis is in 1.83% after his terrible showing in JL22. Um, Jeremy Howe is still pod, so that was one that we highlighted there, 4.56%. Basha Hooley, um, 2% of sides, uh, which is quite unique as well. Daniel Rich in 1.49, though I would never, ever, 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 ever recommend Daniel Rich, just so you know. (laughs) Um, Is there enough evers there? Yeah, I think there probably is. Excellent. Um, Luke McDonald's dropped right below 2.3%. Uh, and that's probably enough for defenders, I'd say. Yep. Out of the top picks. I'd say a forward, you'd probably say Lambert would have to be uh, quite sort of low. Well, let's, let's have a look here. Low on the ownership. And it's frozen. Do <laughs> uh, we can get that up on now? We're running multiple systems over here. Well, Menangola, 5.7%. Not that I recommend it. Uh, no I don't know why 3.5% have JJK, to be fair. Wingard, only 5.4%. Not a bad little option if um, you, you want to be disappointed. Uh, Dixon, yeah. 1.3. So that's Chris. not a bad loop. I still think he's got legs. Bundy's only 2.2, surprisingly. I uh, don't know how well he'll go. Still I think old. he'll be more forward. Yeah, old. Cameron's uh, not a bad pod. I think he can, he's got some legs this year. Mitch Wallace, Mitch Wallace 1.4. Yeah, that's nice. I actually don't know if he's fit fit for this game. I think he's, yeah, been, battle, he's been battling. It's questionable to get in the round one side. Uh, Jordan Ruffhead, only 1.5. I think he averaged about 91 or something on the back end of last year. Yeah, he, he had did. Some big yeah. Games. Three out of his five games I've heard a few up. people talking about him. Uh, Gunston, Gunston not played re- really well in second JLT. Yeah. Um, Gunston so not feeling low. I did look 1. at your team, 2%. Chris, but I couldn't work out who to get. So, again. Oh, he still is. Yeah, because I'd have to try and pair them with something. Like, it's it just wouldn't work. I don't think you would bite it either. We're talking I mean, about our draft, by the way, in case anyone's Yeah, trying wondering. to give you, like, a Gunston and, like, a you know, an Ollie Wines for a shoey or something. Lambert's still a pod at 4.5%. Right. So, that's not too bad at all. Um, Danaher's not a pod. And so McLean's still a pod at 4.5%. So those... Those the, two I don't mind as a pod. Yeah. 100%. Okay, so let's let's do a 1, 2, what about, 3. What about Tom Lynch, 2.2? No. No, nah, me either. So I'd put wait him for in his top I'd 10, but wait, won't select him as no, a pod. No, no, I'd wait for him to have a 60 game and then I'd pick him up. He'd go he'd go under 400 easy. If, oh, yeah. if he goes okay. to like 350 or something, he is in my side, 100%. So in my opinion, uh, 
pods at the moment uh, for premium forwards. Number one, Kane Lambert. Number two, McLean. Hasn't uh, Barlow fallen off a heap? 1.9%? Uh, I don't even know if he's in best 22, the way Stuart Jew was talking well, about him. Well, but he was in a lot of sides yeah, earlier. Now look at him, 1.9%. Uh, on the Ask the Coach with Stewie Jew, um, he talked about, was asked about Barlow and he just, he was like, oh, there was other guys that put their hand up and he couldn't say no to playing them. That's fair. I was like, oh, okay. Well, make, so, him, make him work for it, so... Um, so look, I think that uh, so and three maybe Jeremy Cameron I think might be a third pod there that might be alright. Yeah, right. he's only about two percent, so that's yeah. not so bad. Uh, midfield, let's just get into that quickly. Uh, let's go from we'll just go to the top end of it. Ablett uh, under five percent. Um, Ablett's still a fantastic pod. I I don't mind seeing teams with Ablett. I just again it's about if it's a league win that you're after, then Ablett might be a key. Wow, more people have Zorko than Oliver. Oh, he has a higher ceiling, but. Yeah, well, that's he, not too bad. He does get. He might get tagged. I don't have him in my Rory side. Rory Sloan's that, that only five point three percent. That's a fantastic. Duncan pod. two point four percent. I just wouldn't pick him. Nah, he did have a good JLT, but yeah, I just won't do it. Um, Lockie Neal five point nine percent. He was actually quite low until he got that one sixty, and now people are double parked. <laughs> nice. Um, I love Jack McRae as a pod. One percent. One percent of team is it for Jack McRae. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's huge. Well, compared, look, Bond's and, in twelve percent of teams. And I'm sure that their output is similar. And last year, he averaged four points more per game. Pretty sure Pendles has actually just snuck up in the last couple of days. He's yeah, 5. he's 5.4%. 5.4%. Um, Bont's actually quite high. Uh, JPK, 3.6. Uh, not too That's bad. That's a great one. Where's Parker at? Uh, Parker Hill, we'll get down there. Uh, Gibbs is 5%. And I, don't, I think JPK is a good one. I think um, McCray's a good one. I think Neil, yeah, if you want to bank on it, he's a primo, so I'd take that. That's not an issue. Uh, Ablett, if you want to bet on his body, um, Trelaw is a good one. I think five point one percent. If you think he's going to be a top ten, there is a lot 10. around that sort of five hundred to six hundred. And Dane, Dane Beams four point two percent. Yeah, so there's yeah, a lot of those mid it. ones. Loving it. Um, I wouldn't pick any of these guys. Let's go down a little bit. Kellen Ward, as I said, zero point six percent of sides. <laughs> it's a great pod, but you just can't run three of them, and I've got three. Maybe I've I will. Got two of them. <laughs> uh, Parker's seven, so he's not quite a pot anymore. Oh wow, Parker's up to seven. Yeah. Have I been talking about him too much? Because he was at three point something very. Must recently. have been. Ollie Wines one point four. Burn man, look out! It's a trap. It's, it's a trap. Um, and look, I think that'll pretty Tom much. Tom Rockliffe five point two. He's making me want him more. Whitfield more. is four point eight percent. Right. Dude, Tommy Tommy Rockliffe is at five point three percent. Oh, if he starts name round one, look out! I might actually have to get on that. Oh, oh maybe I'll tense. go him and maybe I'll go him and Beams and just have a little reunion. Yeah, no they point can, in. They, they can't they can't talk, but they can like touch each other from like M five and six. <laughs> I don't think there's such a thing as pot in the ruck, so we're not even going. to No, go we're not going to cover that. So no look, uh, let's just get into it. Um, Crips and Rocky, so that's fine. Let's go into. Uh, what's the best secondary ruck? We've covered that one. Uh, thoughts on Luke Ryan, possible tender. Oh, I've got him in draft. Uh, I got him for free. Um, I I, mean, I think maybe an 85 to 87 average at best if he's having a stellar year. I'm hoping for like an 82 average. Let's put it that way. I'm I'm a little bit concerned about it. Um, and look, the reason is that, I mean, the Hill brothers aren't there. Yeah. And they're the ones that usually provide the run and dash from defense. You've also got Wilson that's come in as they want him as a designated kicker. I don't see Luke Ryan really increasing it that way. I would say um, not a bad smoky draft option. Um, but I can't see him hitting a 90 average. No, I, which in, would in mean a 10-man ten, league, I picked him up during second JLT, so he uh, could still be maybe in the waiver. 80 to 85 is where Luke Ryan sits. I yeah. think that's a fairly accurate assumption. Yep, that's um, where I've pretty much got him pegged. Um, yep. 
So look, take your Ready, 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 ready. What you doing, doing to me? Um, Rudy, so thinking of going one premium in defence and playing rookies. Oh, don't do it. Sweet baby Jesus. Do you think Uh, this is a bit risky? 10-pound, 3-ounce baby Jesus sitting in his Uh, crib. So here's a a little rule of thumb. So you want to go three primos and three rooks or two primos, two mid-prices, two rooks or something similar like that. Um, One premium. Okay, so there's two problems that I see with this. Even if there are that many. At least two primos. You kind of have to. Uh, there's there's two things that I find wrong with it, and the first one is that even if there are that many rookies that are named round one, not all of them are going to play well, and some of them will get dropped. When some of them do get dropped, who are you going to swap them to? Because you're not going to have anyone that's that's, that could be playing. So one reason why I'm not at all having Caulfield is because, um, you know, let's say I'm playing, you know, Norton, all the other guys, one of them gets dropped. I need to go to someone who's going to be cheap enough and playing and getting games. Oh, well, I've got Caulfield there. He hasn't gone up much in price. At least I can sideways trade my rookie to him to at least get some cash generation going because that's what you're going to have to do. There's going to be rookies that are going to get dropped 100%. You need to have someone there that's going to play. Well, yeah, look if at him. All of them are on your field. Hibbard last year. You screw your whole year. Hibbard. Right off the bat. Hibbard last year. Horrible. Yeah. Uh, and you're left with donuts in or yeah. like the Unless, unless cash. you get lucky, like a couple of years ago when Papley just went bang, because everyone was saying, oh, don't pick Papley because there's no job security, and he went nuts and yeah. kept his role. That's the anomaly. All right. It's so normally what happens. Yeah. You need to. That's <laughs> <laughs> the anomaly. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you got it's that's 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 the exception. It's not the rule. Yeah. So um, try and play a little bit safer in in all your lines, but I, I, I mean even people picking someone like a Riley Bonner, which I'm not I'm not sold on, but that's as risky as I'm willing to take it, which would be two premiums and then Riley Bonner, even though like he's played three AFL games in three in two years. Um, and average like 77 over those three games, uh, why are you picking him? There's no reason. He's way too yep. expensive and is stupid. Yeah, I don't um, get it. Right. So is Petty Cripps a must-have? No. No, he's not. And no. we went through before. And not only that, he's now, he's in like 27% of sides. So There's more reasons to not pick him now than to actually pick him. Basically. Uh, I think that one is right. Um, okay, so this guy needs to complete his team. So Corey uh, yep. needs to complete his team. So he needs... Uh, so Murphy... Or Miocek. Miocek. Uh, Which apparently Bonner, is Miocek, but... Uh, to Bonner in thanks, D4. Thanks, uh, Doxiv Coach. <laughs> so that way, to Bonner in D4, so we have 38k left. Nope. Or Christensen to Sicily in F4 with 58k left. Um, Ooh, is, I, don't, well, I, I don't... I'd really have to see your whole team to be able to tell. Oh, here it is here. Look at his whole team, Chris. Oh, okay, here. There we go. Okay, so he's got Murphy and... So Murphy has 100%. He's not playing yep. round one, so you got you, you can't. So use he's him. pretty much trying to save some bank. I don't think my Hercheck will play round one, uh, considering that the Collingwood came out and said there's already two debutants. Uh, same thing with Adelaide, so they've named Stevenson and Murray, but they haven't named. Oh, and the, he's got Venables and Langdon as well. I think Venables actually might get a gig. Oh, I think he will for three or four rounds, but you know after that, I don't know. He, uh, and Langdon in the forward line. So, look, well, interesting. West Coast have actually said that and announced that they're going to have three, uh, two to three rookies in there yep. around one side. But I don't mind that defence apart from those two rooks. Yep. And what's what's down below? So, what what, what is he looking to do? Change Christensen? He's got, oh, he's got 200K. Yeah, so he's he talking about change Christensen. to Sicily. Yep. Um, and you've got 200K. Yeah, I, I can see why you want to do that because um, essentially you're playing Ryan on your field. 
and then at least that pushes him well, onto you should, your pine. Yeah, if he does that, oh, no, still, he should still have about 50k left anyway to change those rookies. So Ooh, it's tough. Yeah, go for I it. I think your midfield's a. How do you? What's he done here? He's got Coniglio. That's a. That's oh, okay. he must have some. A really. Oh, he's not starting danger. That's okay. You can send him. A, you can send him a private message. Yeah. That's fun. We'll have a look. I'll get onto that in a private message. Uh, to be honest, your structure's fine. There's nothing wrong with all your structure. If you want to go Sicily over Christensen, yep, I, I have, would. I have tinkered with that I'd, before. I've I'd had do Cic- that. I've had Sicily at uh, F4 before. Yeah. So um, I, I mean, I'm not a fan of two forward rookies on your field, but Ben is. So that's going to be uh, a point of view thing. Only because I like the rest of my team. So, yeah. uh, okay, look, let's go over to uh, Facebook. So we'll go back. We've chopped and changed a little bit. Um, okay, so let's P-O-D's. get down here. So POD in every line we've covered. Which uh, rookie should be looking at in each line? Yeah, we kind of um, did with Tay, that team. We've, Tay, we've already done that one. But uh, if you want to have a look Tay, through. Tay, Swizzy. Structure. Yeah, we'll, do we'll do it later anyway. So and we're going to do structure the um, t- Thursday night. Okay. Structure we'll and rookies. Through, we'll structure and rookies. Because yep. uh, uh, then we'll be able to say exactly which rookies are in there and how they fit into each structure, which are probably the smartest option. Yep. Sounds good. Um, yeah. Once we actually know what rookies are around, we can advise a little bit nicer on structure ooh. because... I don't think you're gonna to have to be a little bit uh, flexible with with what rookies you're starting in round one. Yep. So Darcy Cameron versus Olango, uh, as well as uh, Luke Lavender. So, so think- Luke Lavender is the Essendon one I was telling you about earlier. Right. Um. So, uh, it depends on if you want a. I think um, you're better off keeping that extra twenty grand or whatever it is and putting it somewhere else. To be honest, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I'm use, I'm starting with Max Lynch because I have a forward ruck swing. That's 123k. The only reason I've got that 123k there is because it gives me the ability to go forward ruck. Um, otherwise, I would 100% be staying Luke Lavender. Yep. It does depend on your ruck too. So can you see? Click see more context. What? Um, so who are you using as ruck two? Um, and yeah. he hasn't told us. So uh, I would say if you're using Ryder or any of the other like Goldie Martin, whatever you, you're using, you would go an Olengo or Luke Lavender. Um, if you're running, um, I wouldn't. I don't think it's at all potential to run Darcy Cameron this year. I don't think he's going to get games, and he's more expensive. Which so the only reason I would spend more money is if you're running a ruck forward. Okay, fair enough. Um, so best hand structure we'll cover as well on Thursday. Uh, Nick Nat and Brayshaw. So Brayshaw we kind of put in our burn man, and Nick Nat you kind of we wait, oh, need which, to wait which and see a Brayshaw is that mate? You get up with the times. There's there's two a Brayshaws. Oh, what a rook, what a rook. Uh, nah, <laughs> just kidding, Brian. Um, yeah, so I assume you're talking about Angus. No, big fat no. Don't do it. He could be out in round one with a concussion in the first quarter. I'm not taking that risk. It's too risky. Uh, Nick Nat, I'm likely starting him if he's named. I, I possibly will if he gets named. So I think he's as good as Ryder, but 100k cheaper. That's what I think. That's my honest opinion. Yep. And so, Andrew Brayshaw, yes. Uh, and he's we, got a better like, bike. Yep. So Andrew Brayshaw, we like from Fremantle. Yep. Um, it's Angus Brayshaw is, is, is a big no. Yep. So, and that's it pretty much for the questions. So, like I said, we will cover more on the rookies once they're named, uh, especially once the teams are announced. Yeah, a lot of them are coming out. Yeah, so it'll give us more scope so that way we can actually give you some real information, real-time, live information, instead of giving you a list of rookies that may or may not play, uh, which won't be any good to you. So we'll do that. We'll then talk about how that fits in with structure and how you can then sort of do that, and we'll answer some live Q&As as well. Uh, from there so yeah, that one's for if the you community. are on Twitter please do switch across give us a like on Facebook because that's how you will be able to find us and see us now before you head out I want to just give a big shout out to all my crew out there the Chris Chris's league that's going to be taking down Ben's league this year I don't even know it might just be you 
yeah. ranked the lowest league ever because you got one person in there. Ah, uh, we'll be called the bench warmers. <laughs> the bench warmers. The Ben. Um, it's the Ben. We're gonna put up another Facebook post it's tomorrow the, to get some the, more recruiters. It's the Ben warmers. The bench warmers are a good one. I'm just kidding. Capital B E N. Um, yeah, anyway, so yeah, it'll be fun, Lee, if you, if you like your super coach, if you like to have a bit of banter, if you yep. want to be on the forums, if you want to get so, shout outs, yeah, for those, jump on board. For those that have uh, already said they would like to be in Ben's uh, winning team, I will message you tomorrow with the details and yeah. uh, I'll recruit some extras uh, tomorrow also. Oh, uh, yeah, sure. Well, okay. today, when you listen to this, so if you're listening to this, shout out. Yep. Winning, winning. All right, well, thank you very much. That's us from Supercoach Insider. Um, I think maybe even during the Facebook Live, we might drop some um, drop some codes in then if we're still oh, after should players. we do it? Or maybe maybe you should like best banter. Like well, I was gonna drop I was gonna drop one in this one. Maybe we'll do the one live. Ooh, like a, a who needs a spot Last filled? Minute, like a, yeah, a bit I of like a, it. a bit of a scurry. I love it. All right, well, thanks very much, guys. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you soon. All right, catch you guys. The C is for the courage I possess through the drama. H is for the hurt, but it's all for the honor. A is for my attitude, working through the patience. Money comes and goes, so the M is for motivation. Gotta stay consistent, the P is to persevere. The I is for integrity, innovative career. The O is optimistic, open and never shut. And the N is necessary, cause I'm never giving up. See, they ask me how I did it, I just did it from the heart. Crushing the competition, been doing it from the start. They say that every champion is all about his principles. Can't